In this episode of the Dandy Funhouse, I'm going to self-indulge just a bit and pay a bit of homage to the town I live in and love, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And I'm going to do it in the only way that I can actually make it relevant to this show, and that's with a game review. Now, for those of you who don't live in Murfreesboro and couldn't possibly care less about my town, I know you're asking yourself right now, why would you ever care about a game review involving the town of Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Well, here's why. Because the company that makes the game I'm about to review also makes this exact same game customized special for individual towns all over the world most likely including yours, and this episode will hopefully give you a sneak peek at what you might expect if you were to purchase this particular game for where you live. Now do I have your attention? I hope so, because I've been looking for an excuse to check out this game for quite a while now, for this is the game of Murfreesboroopoly. Let's step into the fun house. <laughs> Where am I? You just entered the Dandy Funhouse. Hello and welcome to the Dandy Funhouse. This is where we unwrap the very best in retro pop culture, toys and games, and all the fun stuff. I'm your host, Neil Dandy, and this year-end extravaganza I'm bringing you, I'm going to unbox, set up, and show you how to play the Monopoly spinoff game, Murfreesboro-opoly, and at the end of the show, I'm going to recap two of my favorite movies of 2023 and talk about the most interesting, in my opinion, movies to look forward to in 2024. Let's get to it! Murfreesboro-opoly! This game is made by a company out of Cincinnati, Ohio called Late for the Sky. That's a pretty odd name for a toy and game manufacturer, but let's see what we can find out about them. Looking over their website, it appears their entire business model is solely based on making specialized versions of Monopoly games. And boy, do they have a lot of them. They have versions for different colleges, alcoholic beverages, Sharkopoly, Zombieopoly, educational versions like Americaopoly, Dinoopoly, Spaceopoly, Bibleopoly, Booopoly, Christmasopoly, farm fishing, hunting, rodeo, cat, horse, ocean, penguin, and 18 different breeds of dogs, Opoly. Sheesh. Now, there was one game on their website that was not a version of Monopoly that I found, and that game was and is the man game. <laughs> Which includes flick football, you know, like that triangular folded piece of paper you would try to flick between your friend's uh, finger goal posts while you were goofing off in school. Yeah, that one. A ball for cup pong. A tape measure to see which guy has the biggest um, bicep. Yes, bicep. Rope for sailor knots and a regulation deck of playing cards along with playing chips. No wagering. This is a family show. Now, apparently their business concept started with Miamiopoly because their founder and president, whom they don't give the name of, they also didn't respond when I wrote to them and asked, was a graduate of Miami University. They grew their college line of Opoly games to over 80 different titles and just kept going from there. 
No mention of any licensing deal with the makers of Monopoly, although I'm pretty sure there must be one. Just ask the makers of Ghettoopoly, who got unceremoniously shut down after just a few months on the market. Hey, I just happen to have Ghettoopoly right here. I can't review it on this show because this is a family show. But in recent years, I have noticed Ghettoopoly for sale again in various places, so I guess the differences got ironed out. I don't believe Late for the Sky has anything to do with Ghettoopoly, so we're going to just move along. Now, apparently, you can hire Late for the Sky to customize an Opoly game for you, too. Not for you, too. For you, too. This seems to be more of like a, a corporate thing, though, where companies can have a game created highlighting special details of their business, which can be a great marketing tool if used correctly. Digging in just a, a little deeper, it appears that Late for the Sky is real big on the environment, too, which is great. And I'm not noticing any nutty climate change wackiness or anything like that on their website. Just reasonable, responsible stewardship of our natural resources, which I can get behind. Things like using recycled paper, soy-based inks rather than alcohol, although I'm not really sure what the significance of that might be. Corn-based shrink wrap. I've never heard of that before. Is this made out of corn? Uh, recycled glass and 100% made in the USA in their very own Cincinnati, Ohio facility. And all parts are manufactured within 50 miles from their operation. Now, that's cool. God bless America. If you'd like to check out all their awesome stuff, just head over to LateForTheSky.com and see it all for yourself. All right. Enough about Late for the Sky. Let's get into this game of Murfreesboroopoly! Yay! All right, here we got it. Murfreesboroopoly, a fun game celebrating the borough. And on the front, they give props to MTSU, Main Street Murfreesboro, Cannonsburg Village, Nice, nice, nice. I, good packaging. They didn't completely rip off Monopoly on the front. They just kind of paid homage to it. I, I mean, I guess they did. The sides, just, uh, you know, pretty basic branding there. Nothing too spectacular. The back. You can see the entire, the entire playing field. And uh, they got a lot of stuff right here. And I'm really looking forward to it. I don't do, I don't want to do reading for the blind. I'll just get the bullet points here. How do you make a game about the great city of Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Uh, well, it's impossible to ridicule everything. We jammed all the Murfreesboro we could into this box. Okay. Here's a quick idea of how to play. Uh, you know, it's Monopoly. Get your game on. And I think they, they've got the full version of Monopoly where you sit there and play for hours until everybody gets frustrated and just quits because the game's never going to freaking end. And there's also a one-hour condensed version of the game as well. Let's unwrap it. Unwrap this rascal. Get my corn-based shrink wrap off the box here. Is this really corn-based? Doesn't smell like corn. Here we have it, and let's go ahead and lift the lid. 
Da 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 da. And it's a box with nothing special showing right away. But we've got the, the game board right here. I'm going to save that for just a moment. And we're going to look over the pieces. Oh, looks like uh, we've got some of that soy-based paper there. Um, how do I unwrap this? I have no fingernails. I'm a guitar player. So let's... Very odd. A couple of odd things. A couple of loose pieces that kind of seem to have popped out of their bags. Hmm. But let's see if I can open this one. Use my teeth. Ah. This is all the monies. And the monies are a little bit different than, uh, than the game of Monopoly. Same denominations, but they did apparently go for their own designs. I don't know much, how much licensing they needed to purchase from the makers of Monopoly. Or if they needed to purchase at all. Did it just become, did it just become part of the public domain? I do not have a clue. And then you got the $500 bill there. All the denominations that you would normally have in a game of Monopoly is included in Murfreesboroopoly. And I do not expect them to make a different design for every town they do. These are all the, uh, the cards. Dig into that with my teeth. You, you should see me trying to flip the pages at church when I'm uh, trying to read music. It's quite a spectacle. So these cards have, they don't have question marks on them. Wait, wait, wait. They, they have different kinds. They have exclamation points on them. What else did I see in here? They have, I, I is that a thumbs up? Is it supposed to be that? Well, it's the same orientation as the exclamation point. So I'm going to assume that's a thumbs up. And then we have the properties. And the properties are all just what's on the board. The game board. And let's see how good they did for the town of Murfreesboro. Hey. Besides forgetting about Premier Six Theater. Maybe they asked who wanted to be on here. And maybe Premier Six just said, we're too cool. By the way, I'm wearing my Premier Six theater shirt today in homage because i knew they weren't on here oh and there was one other drastic oversight that they left out of the game city cafe it's been here over a hundred years and it's right off the square how could they leave that out of murfreesboroopoly okay got Beatty farms right there place where you go and you you pick your own strawberries in the springtime yeah that is where you go if you want the good strawberries the world's largest cedar bucket the cedar bucket the cedar bucket is in cannonsburg village which is an old-timey village which they were talking about ripping out and replacing with a triple a baseball park and got a bunch of people up in arms about this year uh let's see what else we got Mercury Boulevard, which has been renamed Martin Luther King. Uh, so that's actually outdated now. Boro Beach, the most crowded swimming hole ever. <laughs> you might want to drive back into the country and find some smaller, smaller places to go swim at because that place is always jammed up, although we love it. Lanes, trains, and automobiles. That, 
that they got right. That's a cool one. That's a bowling alley and arcade with uh, great food and fun. We love them. Discovery Center. That's sort of like an adventure science center kind of thing. Traffic Jam. Yeah, we're getting more of those with uh, the way Nashville's been blowing up. Slick Pig Barbecue. All right. They got the pig in there. Uh, the home of the famous Smoked Wings. MTSU Student Film Festival. They they appear to be very um, enamored with MTSU here. Uh, I mean, it's a big part of our community. We love them. I like to take in a baseball game over at MTSU, uh, especially on $2 Tuesdays, because I'm cheap like that. Uh, but, you know, there's much more to Murfreesboro than just MTSU. Main Street Saturday Market. Yeah, yep, you go around the square and you visit all the farmers there, and that's great. Mayday Brewery, a crown jewel of the city. Memorial Boulevard, Barfield Crescent Park. That's a wonderful park we have with trailheads and and uh, a, a nature center that you can go learn about turtles and stuff. Cannonsburg Village, like we talked about earlier. Stones River Greenway. Here's MTSU, some more of that. Um, Johnny Red Floyd Stadium, which is in MTSU. Murphy Center, also in MTSU. Come on, guys. There's more to this town. Uh, Northwest Broad Street. Oakland's Mansion. Yes. A uh, Civil War era mansion that we have here. And uh, they'll give you guided tours of it. And ghost tours, too. Bradley Academy Museum. Main Street Jazz Fest. That's the big event every year. Oh, yeah. Out on the square. Museum of Natural History. That's a good one. And that's kind of on a little uh, side street that we have here. You kind of kind of go looking for that one, but it's a very cool place. Stones River National Battlefield. We had a very large Civil War battle here in Murfreesboro. And you can go get into the history of that right there on the battlefield. It's an amazing day trip. Center for the Arts. Yes, the square where you got the uh, Jazz Fest and the neighborhood market main street and the main street jazz festival that's also right there on the square that's a that's a picture of the courthouse by the way that they they have there as the big image there and that's a very iconic courthouse uh pre-civil war era center of tennessee oh the center of tennessee yes we have an obelisk i used to call it an obelisk until i was corrected uh, Murfreesboro is the geographical center of the state of Tennessee, and we have a pile of pointy rocks to prove it. Actually, it used to be the capital of Tennessee at one point. Parking ticket, pay $75. Well, our parking tickets downtown, it's kind of cute. They're more like $3. <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's more of an amusement than anything else. And it's kind of cute. Oh, I'm, I'm back to start. Okay, there is the board. You, you put your money, some here, someone's got to be the banker. Contingency and big fun, I'm going to assume that the exclamation points are the contingency cards and the thumbs up are the big fun. The game of Murfreesboroopoly, and let's get into the game pieces here. The game pieces. Oh, I'm going to assume that the game pieces are going to be the same for any town, they're not molding special pieces for your town. You got, you know, a couple of die here. Um, as far as the game pieces go, you've got the big smile. We've got a, a, a heart. These are all uh, silver. These are metal. 
Oh, that that's quality. There's it's not plastic junk. You actually have real metal pieces here. A pretzel. I like that. A hand for slapping someone who gets silly with you. The boot. And oh, the little doggy. The little doggy. I like that. So they kept some of the old. Uh, didn't keep all the old. You don't have the car or anything like that. And here you've got... Boy, I, you can't even call these houses. Here, let's open this up. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Instead of houses and hotels, you have a mess. No, you have little gray boxes, which unfortunately is pretty much all they're building for housing these days and uh you have golden keys because you have to pretty much be made of gold in order to afford one of these little gray boxes they build in these subdivisions which is all the new construction around here that's the only thing bad i got to say about murfreesboro getting overdeveloped because nashville has gone crazy and uh with a huge boom over the last 10 years and all the surrounding areas which murfreesboro is 30 minutes outside of nashville have been going up with it and the housing prices have been going through the roof right along with nashville for the people who can't afford to go to nashville they all come here and then that's driving up our cost of living too wham 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 times are tough all over i'm glad we bought our house before it got too nuts and uh here we are here at the dandy funhouse studios as a result and very happy to be here by the way all right, well, that's the layout. I'm not really going to show you how to play the game of Monopoly, which is basically is, because I don't want to insult your intelligence. Everybody knows how to play Monopoly, and if you don't, I'm sure somewhere around your house you probably have a game of Monopoly sitting there. So let's get into the rap. Murphy's Boroughopoly. What can I say? It's just really cool. I've wanted to get this thing for the past three years. And finally got my hands on it, and I'm glad I did. It's just really cool to have a board game about your own hometown. And a really good gift that you can share with your friends and family who might not live in your town to help them learn more about it. Uh, it this hits the mark in a lot of ways. Uh, they didn't really go too deep into our local culture here, but they, they got the major high points and i'll give them props for that late to the late for the sky not late to the sky <laughs> late for the sky i think you did a great job on this and i'm just uh i'm loving this and i can't wait to play this with my family especially over the holidays here <laughs> all right uh, my rating for murfreesboroopoly i will give it an eight out of ten and I almost never give anyone a 10, so that's a pretty darn good rating. <laughs> All right. Okay, on to my two favorite movies of 2023. Godzilla Minus One. I'm going to say hands down, this is my favorite movie of 2023 without a doubt. If you haven't seen it, go. Just go. Why did I love this movie? For me, it felt exactly like a classic Godzilla movie from back in the days when they took time to build a good story and characters you actually cared about rather than what most movies do these days, which is write a flimsy story and 
just get to the action. A movie is just so much more impactful when you actually care about what's going on and what happens to the people in it. This story is about a Japanese kamikaze pilot at the end of World War II who gets cold feet and aborts his mission under the guise of a plane malfunction and lands on an island where the Japanese military had a repair facility. While on the island, they get attacked by a smaller Godzilla before he grew to full size and power. The kamikaze pilot is presented with an opportunity to kill this smaller version of Godzilla, which was still pretty large and fearsome, but once again gets cold feet. The monster proceeds to kill everyone on the island except for the pilot with cold feet and one mechanic who holds the pilot responsible. For the rest of the movie, the kamikaze pilot struggles with his guilt and shame throughout various attacks on Japan from Godzilla as the creature gets larger and larger until he finally figures out a way to supposedly kill Godzilla and summons up the courage to place his own life on the line finally to carry out the most important mission of the day. Now, the entire movie is in Japanese and has English subtitles, but for me, that only made everything even more authentic, unique, and enjoyable. Okay, Wonka. Now, I'm going to admit, I was real skeptical going into this one. In fact, the only reason I went is because my family was going, so I got kind of tagged and dragged along. Now, how in the world can you even try to recapture the lightning in a bottle that was the original? Good thing they didn't try. Instead, they cleverly reimagined and quite successfully captured what a young Willy Wonka might be like. I'm not real into musicals, but in my opinion, this was good, real good. And the people who made this movie just did an excellent job. Great film for the whole family. I highly recommend it. Now here are movies I'm looking forward to in the coming year of 2024. Dune 2. I remember last year around this time, I was talking on this show about how much I'm looking forward to Dune 2 coming out in 2023. Did this thing ever come out? Did I miss it? Nope, it's scheduled for release on March 1st, 2024. This time with twice as much Zendaya, which should mean about 10 minutes of Zendaya. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Man, they brought this one back with a bang, didn't they? They saved this franchise. The last one was so good and recaptured the spirit, no pun intended, of what Ghostbusters is all about. Now, I can't wait to see Frozen Empire. Who you gonna call? It better be me if you're headed to the theater to see Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Starting March 29th. Kung Fu Panda 4. Sure, why not? Godzilla X Kong. Okay, what's the X all about? Is it Godzilla versus Kong or Godzilla and Kong as in teaming up and fighting a giant space worm or something? I have no idea, but we've already had a recent Godzilla and Kong movie and it was pretty decent. Not nearly as good as Godzilla minus one, but pretty good. Now, is there anything new to do with these guys together or are we just milking the money cow here? Will I go see it? Yes, I will. There's your answer, I suppose. Deadpool 3. I guess Ryan Reynolds got some free time away from Mint Mobile to rehash another Deadpool movie. Always entertaining, always fun, never for the kids. Parents be advised. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Yes, 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 yes! I'm sort of looking forward to this one. The Garfield movie. Okay. I suppose this is going to be sort of an origin story of how Garfield and John connected because it's labeled as a reboot. I hope it does well, but I'm not real sure kids these days even know who Garfield is anymore. It'll be interesting to see how this one does. Bad Boys 4. Okay, you can stop it with the Bad Boys franchise, all right? Keep Bad Boys out your mouth. Despicable Me 4. Something to take the kids to, I guess. It's another Despicable Me movie. Mufasa, The Lion King. Now, this one is going to be a prequel, and I think it's a great idea. Mufasa definitely has an interesting story to dig into. And since he was killed off very early in The Lion King, I think giving this character his own feature is a great move by the House of Cheese Eater, which I don't mention here. Venom 3. Venom 1 was great. Venom 2, not so much. Hopefully they can get the train back on track here because when Venom is good, Venom is real good. Don't let me down, guys. Captain America, Brave New World. Okay, I love me some Captain America. The superhero movies have been a little overbaked, and it seems the entire world has superhero fatigue these days. But if there is one out there who can reignite the flame, I'll put my money down on the Cap'n every single time. Heralded the Purple Crown. Now, this one is going to be awesome for the littles. How can you go wrong? It's Harold and the Purple Crown. Come on. Beetlejuice 2. All right, strap in. First, Michael Keaton reprises his role as Batman. And now Beetlejuice, mind blown. I'm pretty sure Winona Ryder is signed on for this. Not sure if they managed to get Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin back. Might want to pat down Alec before he comes on the set. Just some friendly advice there. Transformers 1. Okay, they made so many of them, they came back to one. Okay, I like the last Transformers movie. I'll admit I never really got into the whole Transformers thing. But the flicks are enjoyable, and I'll check it out. Saw 11, or XI. Been there, saw that. Last one had a vacuum that sucked out a guy's eyeballs. And that's not the only thing that sucked. What are we doing here, guys? Joker. Folia du. Did I say that right? Well, the talent's there with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. I'm just really happy not to be seeing Margot Robbie doing Harley Quinn anymore, and she's probably happy not to be doing Harley Quinn anymore. This is yeah, me, it's the voice. Harleen Quinzel. I can't when take I the voice. My dad traded me for Megan, stop! For the love of God, Megan, stop! I kept coming back. Smile 2. Why in the world would they make another one of these? Wolfman. All right, I can get behind this one. A classic universal monster that hasn't had a refresh in decades. Long overdue, in my opinion. Starring Liz Cheney Jr. Gladiator 2. Wait, didn't he die at the end of the first one? Went to Valhalla after defeating the Emperor in the Colosseum and was reunited with his family in the afterlife. What are they going to do? Drag him to the Roman doctor and revive him? Clear, clear, clear. Lord of the Rings, War of Rohirrim. I don't know. If you're a rabid fan of this franchise and can't get enough, I can't count myself amongst you, but respect. 
Here you got a new bone for Christmas. Chew, doggies, chew. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Does Jim Carrey really need the work this bad? And that pretty much puts a bow on 2023 here at the Dandy Funhouse. Been very blessed by God Almighty that the following for this show has seen slow but steady and healthy growth over the past year. And I also want to extend a very big thank you to all of you who take the time to hang out with me here when you're able to. Please don't forget that if you would like to support what the Dandy Funhouse does, you can visit the patronage page at dandyfunhouse.com and donate to the cause, the production of future episodes. And it, that helps me purchase things that I review, like Murfreesboroopoly, along with props that make the show more interesting, website hosting, podcast hosting, and keeping the lights on in general. It all comes with a cost. It all takes money. Supporters gain access to exclusive bonus features, and super supporters also gain access to those features. Plus, I will mail you a special surprise from right here at the Dandy Funhouse Studios if you provide me with your mailing address. Podcast listeners can also contribute via the donation button on the podcast app of your choice if it has that feature. Most do now. And five-star reviews, wherever you can leave them, always get my undying gratitude. All right. You're ready for 2024? I know I am. Lots of exciting stuff on the horizon, and I'm going to be bringing it to you right here at the Dandy Funhouse, where everything is always fun and dandy. See you next year. Ah, he missed the Christmas tree. Come on, hurry. Thank <laughs> you.